Chapter Nine of Maggie, a Girl of the Streets. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This reading by Allison Hester of Athens, Georgia. Maggie, a Girl of the Streets by Stephen Crane. Chapter Nine. A group of urchins were intent upon the side door of a saloon. Expectancy gleamed from their eyes. They were twisting their fingers in excitement. "'Here she comes!' yelled one of them suddenly. A group of urchins burst instantly asunder, and its individual fragments were spread in a wide, respectable half-circle about the point of interest. The saloon door opened with a crash, and the figure of a woman appeared upon the threshold. Her gray hair fell in knotted masses about her shoulders. Her face was crimsoned and wet with perspiration. Her eyes had a rolling glare. "'Not a damn cent more of me money will yees ever get. Not a damn cent. I spent me money here for three years, and now yees tell me you'll sell me no more stuff?' "'Fell wid ya, Johnny Muckrell. Disturbance? Disturbance be damned. The hell wid ya, Johnny.' The door received a kick of exasperation from within, and the woman lurched heavily out on the sidewalk. The gamins in the half-circle became violently agitated. They began to dance about and hoot and yell and jeer. Wide, dirty grins spread over each face. The woman made a furious dash at a particularly outrageous cluster of little boys. They laughed delightedly and scampered off a short distance, calling out over their shoulders to her. She stood, tottering on the curbstone, and thundered at them. "'Ye devil's kids!' she howled, shaking red fists. The little boys whooped in glee. As she started up the street, they fell in behind and marched uproariously. Occasionally she wheeled about and made charges on them. They ran nimbly out of reach and taunted her. In the frame of a gruesome doorway, she stood for a moment cursing them. Her hair straggled, giving her crimson features a look of insanity. Her great fists quivered as she shook them madly in the air. The urchins made terrific noises until she turned and disappeared. Then they filed quietly in the way they had come. The woman floundered about in the lower hall of the tenement house and finally stumbled up the stairs. On an upper hall, a door was open, and a collection of heads peered curiously out, watching her. With a wrathful snort, the woman confronted the door, but it was slammed hastily in her face, and the key was turned. She stood for a few minutes, delivering a frenzied challenge at the panels. "'Come out in de hall, Mary Murphy, damn ye, if yez want a row. Come on, ye overgrown terrier, come on!' She began to kick the door with her great feet. She shrilly defied the universe to appear and do battle. Her cursing troubles brought heads from all doors, save the ones she threatened. Her eyes glared in every direction. The air was full of her tossing fists. "'Come on! De hell damn gangalias! Come on!' she roared at the spectators. An oath or two, catcalls, jeers, and bits of facetious advice were given in reply. Missiles clattered about her feet. "'What the hell's the matter wid ya?' said a voice in the gathered gloom, and Jimmy came forward. 
he carried a tin dinner pail in his hand and under his arm a brown truckman's apron done in a bundle what the hell's wrong he demanded come out all yous come out his mother was howling come on and i'll stamp her damn brains under my feet shut your face and come home you damned old fool roared jimmy at her she strided up to him and twirled her fingers in his face her eyes were darting flames of unreasoning rage and her frame trembled with eagerness for a fight the hell widges and who the hell are yees i ain't given a snap of me fingers for yees she bawled at him she turned her huge back in tremendous disdain and climbed the stairs to the next floor jimmy followed cursing blackly at the top of the flight he seized his mother's arm and started to drag her toward the door of their room come home damn ye he gritted between his teeth take your hands off me take your hands off me shrieked his mother she raised her arm and whirled her great fist at her son's face jimmy dodged his head and the blow struck him in the back of the neck damn ye he gritted again he threw out his left hand and writhed his fingers about her middle arm the mother and the son began to sway and struggle like gladiators whoop said the rum alley tenement house the hall filled with interested spectators old lady that was a dandy tree to one on the red ah stop your damn scrappin the door of the johnson home opened and maggie looked out jimmy made a supreme cursing effort and hurled his mother into the room he quickly followed and closed the door the rum alley tenement swore disappointedly and retired the mother slowly gathered herself up from the floor her eyes glittered menacingly upon her children here now said jimmy we've had enough of this sit down and don't make no trouble he grasped her arm and twisting it forced her into a creaking chair keep your hands off me roared his mother again damn your old hide yelled jimmy madly maggie shrieked and ran into the other room to her there came the sound of a storm of crashes and curses there was a great final thump and jimmy's voice cried there damn ye stay still maggie opened the door now and went warily out oh jimmy he was leaning against the wall and swearing blood stood upon bruises on his knotty forearms where they had scraped against the floor or the walls in the scuffle the mother lay screeching on the floor the tears running down her furrowed face maggie standing in the middle of the room gazed about her the usual upheaval of the tables and chairs had taken place crockery was strewn broadcast in fragments the stove had been disturbed on its legs and now leaned idiotically to the side a pail had been upset and water spread in all directions the door opened and pete appeared he shrugged his shoulders. Oh, God, he observed. He walked over to Maggie and whispered in her ear. Ah, oh, what the hell, Mag? Come on, we'll have a hell of a time. The mother in the corner upreared her head and shook her tangled locks. To hell with him and you, she said, glowering at her daughter in the gloom. Her eyes seemed to burn balefully, 
"'You've gone to the devil, Mag Johnson. "'Yous knows yous gone to the devil. "'You're a disgrace to your people, damn ye. "'And now get out and go on with that doe-faced Jude of yours. "'Go to hell with him. "'Damn ye and good riddance. "'Go to hell and see how you likes it.' "'Maggie gazed long at her mother. "'Go to hell now and see how you likes it. "'Get out.' I won't have such as yous in my house. Get out, do you hear? Damn ye, get out. The girl began to tremble. At this instant, Pete came forward. Oh, what the hell, Mag, see? Whispered he softly in her ear. This all blows over. See, the old woman'll be all right in the morning. Come on out with me. We'll have a hell of a time. The woman on the floor cursed. Jimmy was intent upon his bruised forearms. The girl cast a glance about the room, filled with a chaotic mass of debris, and at the red, writhing body of her mother. Go to hell and good riddance. She went. End of chapter 9